This message comes from NPR sponsor Total Wine and More. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, find what you love and love what you find at Total Wine and More. Spirits not sold in Virginia and North Carolina. Drink responsibly. Be 21. Live from NPR News, I'm Lakshmi Singh. Former President Donald Trump is again rallying supporters in his bid to get back to the White House, intertwining his campaign with legal battles he faces, including his attempt to get an election interference case in Washington, D.C., dismissed. He spoke moments ago on the heels of a hearing about his claim for presidential immunity. It's the opening of a Pandora's box, and that's a very that's a very sad thing that's happened with this whole situation. NPR's Kerry Johnson reports earlier federal judges questioned Trump's claims that he's immune from criminal prosecution for attempting to overturn the results of the 2020 vote. Trump's attorneys are making the argument that to prosecute him now for virtually the same conduct after January 6 would amount to a violation of the principle of double jeopardy. Of course, uh, prosecutors say that's simply wrong. They point to statements from Senator Mitch McConnell, a Republican from Kentucky, and others who said at the time of the impeachment that it was up to the justice system to decide what to do with Donald Trump. And another key argument is that he's immune from prosecution. He enjoys blanket immunity because what he did before and after January 6, 2021, were official actions while he was president in the White House. Kerry Johnson reporting Boeing CEO is holding a company-wide safety meeting today. The company facing questions following Friday night's midair blowout that ripped a gaping hole on a Boeing jet. Here's NPR's Giles Snyder. In an email announcing the meeting to Boeing employees over the weekend, CEO Dave Calhoun said what happened Friday night must now be the company's focus. He said it's critical to work transparently with customers and regulators to ensure such accidents don't happen again. The Alaska Airlines flight was headed from Portland, Oregon to Southern California when the blowout happened on a 737 MAX 9. The jet was forced to make an emergency landing back in Portland. None of the more than 170 people on board were seriously hurt. That's NPR's Giles Snyder reporting. A revised version of the government for millions of people in the U.S. fill out each year, hoping to get help paying for college, has had a rocky rollout. While things seem to be getting better, NPR's Cory Turner reports the biggest challenges yet to come. The free application for federal student aid, or FAFSA, got a big update this year. It's easier to fill out, and many borrowers should get more financial aid with it. That's because the new math behind it protects more of a family's income from the student aid equation. The challenge, first reported by the Washington Post, is that Congress told the Ed Department to adjust its calculations to keep up with inflation, but the department didn't do that. Now, many borrowers could miss out on important financial aid dollars they're legally entitled to. The problem is, a fix would be labor-intensive and disruptive in a year when the FAFSA rollout is already late. The Ed Department tells NPR it is still assessing its options. Corey Turner, NPR News. You're listening to NPR. 2023 was the hottest year on record, according to new data released by European Union scientists. NPR's Rebecca Hersher reports it broke the previous record by a lot. 2023 was almost two-tenths of a degree Celsius hotter than the previous hottest year on record in 2016, according to EU figures. That may not sound like a lot, but every tenth of a degree matters, and the Earth is very sensitive to temperature changes. It's kind of like a person with a fever. Your body temperature doesn't need to change by very many degrees for you to go from healthy to sick. Temperature records will keep falling in the coming years unless greenhouse gas emissions from burning oil and gas 
gas rapidly decline, scientists warn. Rebecca Hersher, NPR News. And animal rescues captivating public attention across Serbia today. Local officials say they've begun evacuating nearly 200 mostly privately owned horses, cows and calves that have been stranded for weeks by rising water levels and face hunger on an island in the middle of the Danube River, about 30 miles outside Belgrade. Serbia experienced weeks of unseasonably warm weather late last year. As snow upstream melted, the Danube's water levels rose sharply just last month. But this week, colder temperatures are taking hold. Local authorities are making several trips to the island using a fenced river raft to get out the surviving animals. The Dow Jones Industrial Average is down 171 points at last check. You're listening to NPR News.